0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to this very special edition of the Philly Roots Rugby Roundtable. My name's Sean Phelan and welcome to the Lions Origins series presented by Canterbury. Uh, Very appreciative that they've got involved in this special series where we celebrate just a few of the amazing Lions Origins clubs out there. Uh, So today uh, I am absolutely pleased to be joined by uh, Staines RFC in West London. How are you? Very good,
0: thank you. Very good,
1: thank you. What we'll do is we'll just go around the... Round the
0: sort of round table. Uh, Steve, if you want to introduce yourself
1: and tell us your role within Stains.
0: Yeah, so my name is Steve Leach. I'm the chairman and director of Stains RFC. Um, also run social media and uh, attempting to play a bit this year as well. <laughs> Thank point. you.
1: Yeah, at some point, yeah. Uh, Well, thanks for giving up some time to to join us. Uh, And Hannah, uh, welcome to the roundtable.
2: Yeah, thank you. So um, I'm part of the women's section, newly founded at Staines, Um, getting things kicking off, hopefully getting to a league, ready for next season. So excited about it. Um, But yeah, it's great to be part of the team.
1: Excellent. Uh, Yeah, once again, yeah. thanks for uh, giving up some time. Uh, And finally, James, uh, introduce yourself and welcome to the roundtable.
3: Thank you for having me. Hi, I'm James. Uh, Yeah, glorified back row who was attempting to play in the centres, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man after my own heart. So, Steve, uh, give us a little bit of background on Staines for for people that
0: that might not know about you uh, and your story. So, formed in 1926, uh, playing in the Lammas Park, uh, actually in Staines. Um, Played all the way through up until the war and then... Thankfully, some of the the founder members then purchased some land in, in Hamworth. So we now, even though we've kept the name, we now preside in West London just off the 316. Um, and we own and operate the five pitches and a clubhouse now. Very nice. Very nice.
1: Uh, so how many teams do you run, Hannah? And you said you were part of a, a, a the new Staines women's team. Tell us a yeah. bit about that.
2: So, still early stages of the women's team, uh, first few months getting going. We've got nearly an entire squad now, which we'll see during the pandemic is a pretty good effort. Um, lots of mixture of experiences. I mean, myself, I've been playing for easily 10, 12 years now, varying positions, slowly getting slower as I'm getting older. Um, and we've got some brand new newbies. Inner Warrior was yesterday, had two new people that battled through the rain. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, it's getting there. Um, a few months to build up for the league, though. <laughs> sure.
1: uh, and, James, what's it been like not playing for the last uh, 15 months?
3: Horrendous, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, you know, socially and, you know, physically, it's you get in a routine of your Tuesday, Thursday, and then playing on a Saturday and seeing your mates. And, uh, yeah, it's been a bit difficult, but it's been uh, it's been good the last few weeks being back
1: at it. So, Hannah, how has the last year affected uh, the club?
2: Yeah, it's been hard, a bit like what James said. It's you're in that routine of doing a certain thing, certain time, seeing your friends. Um, It was kind of my only social aspect because I'm super busy with work. So to lose that was difficult. Yes, we started the group chats and kept each other company there. I was lucky to be able to work through the pandemic, whereas I know quite a few, particularly the, the ladies, Um, were furloughed, found it really tricky, got themselves in quite, you know, sort of upsetting states of mind. Um, But as a team, we pulled each other through and now being able to see each other is great. It's been tricky. It has been hard, Um, but it's nice to hopefully be seeing light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully so. Uh, And James, what did the club do to sort of keep people's spirits up, especially during the first couple of lockdowns? So...
3: It was, uh, we all sort of pulled together and started little fitness groups, which was um, quite a surprise, really. Um, And I think we've all gone from being um, not unfit, but we've definitely become a lot fitter. And, you know, the beauty of it is it's still going on now, you know, and we've gone through three lockdowns. and to be honest, you know, it's almost like the the pack and the backs have swapped. Uh... <laughs> so the, I think the backs are heavier than the forwards now, which is a bit weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Steve has been on uh, the, the normal versions of this uh, podcast three or four times. I mean, it was actually on, on, on podcast number one back in July last year. And he has lost an absolute ton of weight. So uh, fair
0: play to you lot.
2: Yeah, he smashed it, Steve.
0: It's been good fun though. Um, I think those little fitness groups have really brought different groups of people together as well. Um, uh, James is been um, quite reserved but his company have helped us with doing some some uh, virtual fitness stuff as well to keep the club going uh, to reach out to, to our mini parents and the, the younger players and players that normally wouldn't get out of the house like Hannah said people that are struggling with with doing anything at all. So bringing our partnerships together as well as our player squad has been absolutely amazing. Brilliant. So Steve, as, as the chairman and the director of the club, how has the club done, you know, financially, I guess, over, over the lockdown periods? So we've been quite lucky to be able to access some grants from local government. Um, we're also very lucky to uh, receive some of the Winter Survival Fund from the RFU. So we, we've done pretty well with that we also helped the local council by being a rapid test center so since February we've we've housed one of Hounslow's rapid test centers um they've recently left us so that we can open back up again um but yeah it's we've come out in in a good position we're invested in the facilities to to get them ready for return of people indoors
1: which, uh, as of recording, is today. So why aren't you all there having a drink instead of talking to me? Because the weather's horrendous.
2: Well, that is, that is <laughs> oh,
1: it's dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Uh, so, yeah, we're not here to talk about uh, things like the weather. We're actually here to talk about the fact that Staines are one of the 681 Lions Origins clubs. Uh, Canterbury are delighted to help grassroots rugby clubs celebrate the remarkable fact they have developed and nurtured a line amongst their uh, pride of their club. There are, as I said, 681 Lions clubs. And you can see them all on the map and if you go to canterbury.com you can you can find that map and, and all the players details that uh, uh, that played for possibly your club all Lions Club Lawrence origins clubs can have an exclusive logo added to their kit for for nothing um, which I, which I have seen stains with one and I, I, I'm very jealous I might have to get myself a get myself a share oh there it is yeah I can see it I can see it um, so you can celebrate the history and the contribution of your club uh, that has given everything to, to the best club in the world, the British and Irish Lions. So uh, head to Canterbury.com for all the information on that. So, Steve, what does it mean for Staines to be a Lions Origins club?
0: So during lockdown, it actually enabled me to talk to the Lions uh, historian team and, and get it verified. Um, it, it didn't take much um, because Lawrence, lucky enough, did a ad campaign campaign during the last World Cup, wearing one of our shirts, so oh, brilliant. That, that, that that helped a lot. Um, I think for a club our size, it means a great deal uh, to to be able to to say we helped. Well, one of the best international players that's ever graced the, the England shirt um, to, to on his rugby journey, uh, and he's just done a, another Rugby World bit and uh, holds up uh, another stained shirt as the. As the start of his journey. So it's great to be able to get a little bit of insight from the pros to, to how they've started and, and to be any part of that Lions journey is amazing.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and the Lion that we're talking about here, you have one uh, Lion that's attached to your club and it is the incredible Lawrence Delalio.
0: It was indeed. Yeah, local lad.
1: Um, he's been three, three British times. and Irish Lions tours
0: 97,
1: 2001, and 2005. So, a real Lions legend.
0: Yeah, and a, and a World Cup winner to add to that as well. So, it's all all good. Oh, only a World Cup winner. Yeah. Only a World Cup winner. So, um, yeah, Lawrence Lally was an incredible rugby player. Your, uh, your memories of Lawrence? Uh, as a player, I'm a massive WASP fan. So, he was the reason I supported oh, that's WASP. A shame. Yeah, well, someone's got him in. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> they were. Uh, they were ripping up when I was growing up, so watching him and knowing that he'd been at the club that I'd been at um, since I was six years old was always great, and the reason that attracted me to watch in the first place. So to being able to link it all the way through now, and then bringing it to to its head with being able to have the logo on the kit now, um, we launched our um, own Lions branded Canterbury stuff with with tackle bag. So we've got some limited edition training shirts as well which is which is great i've seen some of the the little ones and and some of the big ones running around with them on the training pitch now so it, it it's just nice it's, it's a talking point for the club um one of the kids in my uh, boys age group turned around and said wow i didn't realize we had someone like that that had played for the club so even like 10 year olds they still know who he is Hannah, what does it mean
1: (laughs) to to, to have uh, the legend Lawrence sort of be attached uh, to the club that you play for?
2: So, I mean, it's not something I actually really knew about um, until fairly recently. Um, But I did have the chance of actually meeting him, sadly not at Staines, but um, actually at the Stoop for one of these fun school training days thing when I was maybe 14, 15. And one of the biggest things I remember is how big he was as a human. Yeah. Um, he is massive. He shook my hand and my hand just disappeared. And I think I just stood there in awe for a good five minutes <laughs> and then realised I had to run around. But an amazing guy and to have that link with the club is fantastic. And hopefully we'll have a few of these youngsters come through and be the future ones.
1: Yeah. So, James, you know, as, a, as a player of the back row, uh, what does it mean to have Lawrence uh, Delalio attached to the club?
3: Um, absolutely huge. Um, like Steve, um, well, I'm a Bedford boy, born, and I still follow the club. Um, but I moved to Oxford uh, around nine, ten years old, um, and me and my f- father have always sort of uh, very closely followed Wasps. Um, so yeah, having you know Lawrence Delaglio, uh associated with the club, especially for myself, you know, I'd like to think I, you know, looked up to him and tried to base your game around him um but yeah just so many memories from him and like, like Steve said World Cup winner you can't ask for much more really
1: uh, definitely not definitely not so uh let's let's go back to, to Staines um how has the last few weeks been for you being back at training James uh
3: <laughs> it hurts <laughs> <A lot. laughs> um, yeah it's been a it's been a bit of a shock to the system um, uh, sort of as a continuous running um, but the hopefully the ground is going to be softening up he says going into May June but um, yeah it's been a bit of a shock to the system for the legs it's been getting harder and harder to get out of bed every morning on a, on a Wednesday or Friday but uh, it, you know it's been really good it's been really good to be able to see you know the group of guys and girls again and it's good to see that the club's got buzz um, about it Um, yeah and just looking forward to sort of to the next stage of you know rugby whether that be you know in a league format or you know
1: getting some uh, more contact or touch fixtures on down the road Uh, and Hannah the same same question to you but how, how has it been knowing that you formed a A women's team during lockdown and now you all get to be together and train together and get to know each other
2: yeah I mean it's been a little bit nuts a few of the girls that first came over to Staines with this idea have played together at a previous club um (laughs) having these people finally turn up in person and seeing them rather than just through that chat on whatsapp has been really really nice um you know it is a very family related club so you know the guy's been very welcoming you know it's such a nice club to be part of. But yeah, similar to James, like you can do as much fitness as you want. It's not quite the same as the first few times you have to pull yourself off the floor. Um, it is a very different fitness, but I'm loving being back. I'm, I'd love to get some more games and stuff sorted out now. So fingers crossed, like I said, leagues, touch games, don't care. Let, let's get this ball rolling.
1: Uh, and, and Steve, you've retired more times than anyone I've ever known. <laughs> um, what's it like being back in the in pre season?
0: Yeah, good. Um, first proper. Well, it's been a everlasting pre season. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I suppose it came at the right time for me to so shift a bit of weight, get the fitness I've been in. I don't know, fifteen years, um, and get ready to go. Uh, but as James said, I think our front rows probably lost. Well, we'll put all around hundred and. Five to 110 kilos. We've got some of our centers that are around that now, so um, it's been good. It was nice to see 60 70 players on the first training session back. Um, going into lockdown, we didn't have those numbers going into it. Um, so coming out and seeing everybody ready to go and being back and having a laugh with the guys was it's been nice. It's been it's just been nice to be back around people chucking a ball around and having some fun, I think. That that for us has been the biggest thing. Putting the fun back into the rugby is a it's a nice chilled environment. Um, but everybody's happy to get the work done.
1: Definitely. Uh, and Hannah, you said though about getting some games. Is, is the is the plan over the summer to, to play a few games, or or are you just yeah. going to wait to see what happens in September?
2: No, we're working on it. We're still trying to work out what sort of league form. Obviously, being a newly formed club. It's putting ourselves in at the right level to help. Because like I said, we've got people like myself who have been playing for years and we've got people who literally have maybe picked up a ball a week before lockdown. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's finding that balance. I mean, everyone in even just a few sessions backs progressed. progressed. Um, you know, we've already scoped a couple of local teams that are in a similar situation. So hopefully at least a few maybe friendly touch games leaning into maybe a bit more contact-based stuff. Love to be in a league, but we've got to see what happens first.
1: So, uh, James, what does the, the summer look for you and the club? Well, I've got to catch up with the front
3: row. I've got a lot more running to do. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, no, it's it's just sharpening the skills up again. Um, I'm still recovering from surgery. Um, third one in the, on, on the shoulder. So, it, for me, the summer is, you know, sort of getting back to contact ready, sharpening the skills ready for September um, hopefully, fingers crossed, hope I haven't jinxed it by saying that. But, um, yeah, just looking forward to, uh, you know, keeping the routine up of, you know, Tuesday, Thursdays and hopefully getting some socials in as well. Definitely. Around the lines, games.
1: Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> so, so, Steve, what
0: um, What does yeah, what, where do you see the club in, in the short,
1: medium and the long term?
0: Uh, short term, getting the guys back on on the pitch, in some kind of match done, whatever that looks like, just getting a rugby ball chucked around. We played um, uh, a ready for rugby game the other day under lights on a Friday. Uh, nice. Buzz around the club was amazing. So getting some more of that, um, welcoming people back indoors and then obviously showing some live rugby. We've got some great games coming up, uh, including the tour. Um, so, I think that's probably the medium-term stuff: is getting people back in the bar, enjoying some live sport. Uh, long-term, getting the the ladies up and running properly, watching them on a Sunday, getting the kids back playing properly, inviting teams over, um, and hopefully for us, having two senior men's sides out regularly now um, after some recruitment over over lockdown.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, before we sort of uh, come to the end of the chat, um, first of all, I've got an ad. So, if, you, if you're watching this, you can see behind Steve, there are two very nice customised uh, Canterbury jerseys. Uh, so, if you're looking for a new kit for the new season, use Canterbury's customisation website uh, to design your club's new kit. And you can get their new Riona jersey, which I, I'm told means Lion, uh, which is inspired by the Lions. Uh, and you can do that by visiting Canterbury.com uh, and get started today. So, 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 talking about the summer and the Lions, um, we'll go around the table. Who, who is your sort of ultimate Lions legend? Uh, we'll start with Steve. Uh,
0: uh Dawson, probably, for that cheeky, the cheeky... Dummy over the top. Yeah, dummy over the top, yeah.
1: <laughs> Incredible moment. I've,
0: been, I've watched Living
1: With The Lions, 97. About five times in lockdown, uh, and watched it again the other day, and it's just it just gets better and better. Uh, and, and Hannah, um, to give us your your Lions legend,
2: I have to say Robinson. I just love him. Speedy, the legs, just I mean, it's not my position by any means. I am not built <laughs> like him. I'll never run as fast as him but just watching him run rings around people was just incredible to watch as a as a young supporter uh,
1: especially on that 2001 Lions tour where he, he hadn't actually been playing union for that long so it was yeah. uh, it was incredible absolutely incredible uh, uh, and james
3: uh i'm going to go with a bit different i'll go with brian driscoll i think the guy is just uh it's just a phenom um yeah unfortunately his 2005 tour came to uh, to an, an abrupt end very quickly, but I mean he played even after that, and he had a good tour in uh, South Africa and Australia. And I mean that 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 hit he put on one of the South Africans still goes uh, viral, and uh, he just gets up and gets on with his game.
1: Just a shame he never and he didn't get that third test in Australia. No, no it would have just, just as much as he. You know, he's a winning lion. He would have just. Absolutely cemented that legacy as one of the all-time Lions' greats. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll, we'll go around the table once more, but just give us the, the one, the one quality that Staines has that, that clubs should know about, uh, and, and you know why you love why you love Staines so much. Who, who wants to take that
2: first? I'll take it. Go on. on it's, it's the family aspect. I've I've been at a few clubs from sort of under 18 level. Uh, you know, they always say, oh, yeah, it's a family club. This one actually is like, you know, our coach has thought the place for the younger squads. You know, we've got dads and sons at the club. You know, it's just everyone's involved. Everyone supports each other. You know, some of the old clubs, I wouldn't know half of the men's team. And I'd been there three or four years. I already know a lot more of the guys here. They're so supportive, happy to offer advice, and everyone's in it for the same thing. Everyone just wants to play and enjoy rugby, and it's it's just fantastic. Everyone's so supportive.
3: Brilliant. Uh, and James, Wish well, I've gone first now. <laughs> <laughs> you think I did it? Um, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> Hannah has, has hit the nail on the head there, um, but for me as well personally, it's sort of like um, sort of brotherhood off the field as well. Um, I'd like to think that I've made long-lasting friendships off the field um, as well. It's as much as it is with, uh, to do with the rugby. Um, you know, I've made some good friends and look to, you know, go through that with my life as well.
1: Uh, and finally, Steve?
0: I'm going to, even though it's, it's been said already, I'm going to stick with Hannah and say family for me. So my, my mum dragged me along after she played for the women's team back in the 90s. I've played there since I was six. Um, My son now plays at the club uh, and my wife coaches his age group. So it's been running through the the Leach family for for quite a few years now. So if I didn't say family, I think I'd be wrong. But uh, more so recently, also community. I think we've reached more out into our community in the last 18 months than we've done in the 50 years we've been in it. So I think yeah, we've done a lot to cement that family ethos throughout throughout the club brilliant uh, and that's uh,
1: a perfect sentence to end on i think perfect sentence to end on but we w- I will just ask um, who wants to give out the, the social media information uh, so everyone can find out more about stains
0: and you do Come yours out. you do yours and i'll do the club. right so stains main club is at Stains Rugby on all good social media. <laughs>
1: oh, that, was, that was easy enough. And Hannah is quickly Googling
2: it. Yeah, I'm like that.
1: Where is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's Kimmy? I need Kimmy. <laughs> um, it's, you know, your best bet is probably on Instagram uh, which is Stains Women RFC. Um, we try and keep everything's updated. All of our training stuff's up there. So yeah, give it a check out. And Any girls who want to come down Tuesdays, Thursdays 7.30 till 9.00
1: fantastic fantastic so that steve hannah james i really appreciate you giving up your time um I, yeah i hope to get things very soon uh steve owes me a few beers um <laughs> uh, and I have to thank canterbury obviously um they, they've been brilliant in putting these uh these lions origins episodes together which you can get every lions match day uh, and there's nine of them Uh, So even if this isn't the first, go back and and listen to the the first few. We've got some great clubs and great stories to tell uh, from all these clubs. Um, Head to Canterbury.com for for all your Lions merchandise. Uh, And all I have to do now is thank everyone for watching and listening. And yeah, take care and uh, we'll catch you again soon. Cheers.
0: Cheers, Sean. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Sean. (laughs)